You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I have two teachers that I would like to shout out, David Rosales and JP Christensen, who, uh, who, are, who basically took me under their wing. I did a show, Cats, um, in high school, as, as a junior in high school, but I didn't even know how to dance yet. They saw me, saw my potential, took me under their wing. And from my senior year, I took my first um, ballet class, my first jazz class, my first hip hop class, my first tap class. And they showed me what Broadway could be for me. And at that moment, I actually was dreaming of becoming a fighter pilot in the Navy. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with clients in over 20 Broadway shows, uh, tours across the country, collegiate stages, regional theaters, the West End in London, Australia. Uh, We are a global company that uses an online training platform to help marry the activities of a gym and the activities of your stage life and how you can complement them together. So if you want to check it out, go to billforthestage.com. Special thanks to Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right, let's get to it. A special guest as always on the pod. Uh, We are doing some fun TikTok, Instagram Reels uh, videos on the gram and we got connected uh, with our guest here. Uh, he's currently in the cast of Aladdin. Please welcome Angelo Soriano. Hey, Angelo. Hey, Joe. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. My pleasure. Where are you originally from, Angelo? I'm originally from Manila, Philippines, way oh. beyond the sea. Yeah. And I immigrated here when I was nine, and I didn't pursue this Broadway career until later on in high school. But I'm here all the way in New York City, just bought a place, and we're here to stay. Cool, cool. All right, so you came from the Philippines. Uh, Did you initially live in New York City or were you somewhere else in the States when you got here? I basically grew up in California. Okay, Uh, California. Yes, most of my education is from there. My dance training is from there. My first job was in Disneyland and California Adventures. So I did some works in the park. I also did some work in uh, Disney World as well. So Disney kid through and through, I guess, because now I'm on a lot and on Broadway, and I like that. 
<laughs> Amazing. Wow. You like had that, you had that set out, that path set for you right out of the jump. So that's cool. What was yeah. one of your favorite Disney movies growing up? Ooh, yeah. You know, it's, it's really easy for me to say Aladdin, but you know, for some reason I also enjoyed watching Aladdin in French cause I was very infatuated with the French language growing up and dabble in it myself today. But you know, in no way can I hold a conversation, but I just love the language and uh-huh. language in general. I speak the Tagalog, my native language from the Philippines. And so, um, yeah, I, I dabble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so in Disneyland and Disney world, what were some of the, the shows or your performances that you did when you were growing up? My first job was in Disney Channel Rocks, basically a successor to the High School Musical Parade that they used to have uh, in the parks. And so I sang all those tunes, those pop tunes, those decom tunes that we all know and love. You know, we're all in this together as we still are. Uh, uh-huh. I know the choreography still to this day. So it's kind of fun and uh, <laughs> fun to look back on. And I, I played with puppets uh, uh, for a little bit. I was the host of a puppet show called... Um, Disney Junior live on stage. So I got to hang with the Fab Five, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, and Pluto. That was really cool. And uh-huh. I did, in Disney World, I, I performed in a Christmas and two years worth of Christmas contracts where I got to play in a totally Tomorrowland Christmas. And so that was, you know, I hung out with Stitch and Buzz, you know, just the, I'm <laughs> so Disney-fied. I'm so Disney-fied, Joe. But, um, you know, I just love it. I, you know, that's what I appreciated about my early professional career is just getting to play on these prestigious stages. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You never know, or I never know where these interviews are going to go when they start, but this one has co- it's come out with a bang already. I'm like, sm- I'm smiling so hard over here. My cheeks already hurt. So Why wouldn't right, you? Right? So you're in California. Um, when do you uh, come over to New York or, or how did your career kind of shuffle out where you ended up in New York City and, and yeah, this pursuit of musical theater? I I discovered musical theater in high school. My very first musical theater show that I performed in was a, in freshman year. And I got to star as Tommy Keeler in Andy Get Your Gun. And it was the B-plot romance, some would say, where I got to perform my first stage kiss. And I kissed a girl and I was like, wow, okay, you can get paid to do this? I want to do this more. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went on to do more shows, and I and I finished doing eight shows between my school and my, the summer production before I graduated high school. And I was like, you know, I really love this. I saw Wicked on Broadway in my junior year in high school and on a school choir chamber trip, and I was hooked. You know, the uh-huh. bug was the bug bit me, and I was like, I need to come back to this place where the skyscrapers look like they loom over you. And yeah. I. And I fell in love with the city and it made it my my goal to to get here before too long. I finished uh, three semesters in college. I basically dropped out because I started working on my fourth semester in the Disney parks and it led me here. You know, I did a yeah. national tour of Flashdance the Musical um, before I landed this Broadway gig. And I've been in Aladdin swinging it for seven years now since 2015. Cool. Before we get into Aladdin, before we hit record, we were talking a little bit about you were recording uh, tracks or you were, you're were you in uh, 
forms of musicality or artistry beyond just musical theater. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got into it. And I'm very interested in this. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You gave a shout out to my purple room of creativity here um, that you see me in. Yeah. And um, yeah, um, I dabble in, you know, I have my hands in a lot of jars. I wear a lot of hats. I like shoes, many shoes. And I... Um, especially during the pandemic and for, um, it started actually way before just making music videos in school and YouTube covers and whatnot. I started dabbling in more video production and because I wanted to do music videos, I, I taught myself how to work Logic Pro and and be my own music producer and composer and arranger and and then I made more and more of those to the point where you know people asked me to make theirs for them. And I got better and better, and pretty soon I found myself being asked to to do bigger and bigger projects and collaborate with you know these amazing artists that I met through the Broadway community, which was always fun. And um, yeah, uh, and it's also just a side gig that I that I completely have a passion for and enjoy doing, and be, you know, staying creative outside of this eight show a week stage format. I know, jumping out and being able to be my own director, my own director of photography, composer, arranger, screenwriter, choreographer, even, you know, um, at times. And, you know, as well as, you know, allow myself a chance to perform every once in a while and show people what I do. What other, oh, yeah, tell us a little bit about that, the performance aspect outside of Aladdin. I think it's very inter- interesting for the listeners to know that, hey, the people you see on stage eight times a week, that's not the only thing they're doing. You know, they, they're, they still have, like you said, you know, wearing other hats or filling other shoes, um, to, to take your words from you. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy, um, knowing, uh, learning about process and process, you know, is, is what, what creativity thrives on is, you know, being, putting your time into something to develop an idea, to, to collaborate with people and really connect with them to, to feature and highlight each other's talents and using it to team up and make something great. Maybe, um, you know, create a message, maybe find a way to, um, reach out to more people that didn't know, you know, whatever your message you're trying to say, you know, for us, um, my friends and I, we just love to make music that 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 hits people in in a powerful way. Whether that's um, the most recent performance thing that I would say I did was perform my my rendition of a whole new world's uh, or Aladdin's a whole new world in Tagalog, my native language. And I asked my friend Heather, who I think you've met, and we performed a completely Filipino version of the 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 song we all know and love from the from the film and the Broadway musical and mm. um, it definitely sparked uh, uh, this this pride in my community and the, the Filipino community not just on Broadway but you know my my family across the pond um, connected with it and and I got to reach out to them in that way and so I think. Mm-hmm. That you know, this this having this side gig and being able to be my own creator um, allows me to connect with people that I don't get to connect with often. 
Yeah, we are. I was just talking with Eddie Noel. He is currently on the tour with Hades Town, and Eddie's from Puerto Rico. And we were talking about how in musical theater, no matter the language, if you're familiar with the show, you have this global connection with the theater community, and it's very special um, to see that and to know that this love or passion is shared not just in your home country but across the world. What is the musical theater scene like in the Philippines, if at all? Like, how is, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. I would like to be able to say that musical theater is a thing there. Um, I, I think, I think if when people, uh, when you're lucky, you probably would find some international tours pass through Manila every once in a while. But um, I think even though the culture is very entertainment oriented, whether you are expected to be a singer or a dancer or an actor on TV and film that does exist. But for some reason, to my knowledge, musical theater is not the same there, which is why it was so foreign to me when I found out what musical theater was, what Broadway was when I was growing up here um, in the States, in California, where I, I got lucky and found the school that and the school district that that wanted to embrace the arts in that community in this small town of Visalia, California, where I was exposed to these amazing musicals and these amazing teachers. I have two teachers that I would like to shout out, David Rosales and JP Christensen, who I'll, who are who basically took me under their wing. I did a show Cats um, in high school as as a junior in high school but I didn't even know how to dance yet. They saw me, saw my potential, took me under their wing. And from my senior year, I took my first um, ballet class, my first jazz class, my first hip hop class, my first tap class. And they showed me what Broadway could be for me. And at that moment, I actually was dreaming of becoming a fighter pilot in the Navy. I had a different plan for myself. And I considered it a lot. Of course, my family did. Of course, my 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 parents. You know, um, everything you hear, you hear about. You know, Asian parents being strict on, you know, um, having their child choose the right path. Um, it, it it can be true. And for me, I had to prove to them that you know this is something that I that I think that I can do. And um, they've always been supportive. But of course, diving into the unknown, I'm the first professional actor, musician, creative, entertainer, performer in my family to have gone on to do bigger things, just like, you know, that I'm lucky to do today. And and I got to prove them, you know, not wrong, but prove something bigger than what they thought I would be um, capable of. And I think that's a beautiful story, a beautiful thing for anyone who is who is thinking about pursuing something as crazy as that sounds, but I'm happy I did. And it brought me here today, you know, and to you now. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to your two mentors, shout out to your parents that, you know, this, like you said, this crazy pursuit, this dream without people believing in you, or at least like your parents maybe saying, Hey, We might not understand it. We might not truly think that this is it. But hey, if you're going to do it, then, you know, best wishes to you. Um, My parents were the same. They were a little bit more blindly acceptive. They're like, 
Uh, we had really have no idea what you're talking about, but like, hey, if this is what you wanted to go for it. <laughs> so, Thank um, you. Thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Before we get into Aladdin, uh, we're... Huge dog people here. You have a dog I saw on your social media, right? Oh, yeah. His name is Blackjack. He's a two-year-old rescue. Um, he's the coolest little guy. A little 11-pound half chihuahua part mini pin mix. Uh-huh. And he's the fastest dog in the dog run. Okay. And, and he's the coolest guy in my apartment. I live with my wife and this crazy little dude who's probably running around my feet right now, wondering if I would pick him up. But yeah, I love being a dog parent. Awesome. So you're a dog parent. Let's get a little bit more background and get to know you a bit. What besides music and musical theater and the arts, um, what are other passions of yours? You talked about shoes. Was that Were you being serious? Do you, are you like a, a shoe a sneaker head or anything like that? I, I would say... I would say I love my shoes because, or and I love my hats because it represents something that, you know, something else that I dabble in. You know, I I I meant that in a more of a okay. Well, I I know when I put my trainers on, I know I um, am am shooting to be the, the healthiest part of me. I know uh, I know when I put my my Oxfords on, I I'm shooting to be the classiest part of me, and I know when, when I'm wearing my sneakers. I'm just chill and mm-hmm. and ready to be, you know, your friendly neighborhood Angelo. So, got um, it. That way, yes. They're like a external representation of of what you who you are at that moment, as far as what you'll be doing that day. I like that. Yeah, and it's and very- also I just I, I believe in journey, right? And and shoes get you through the journeys, and mm. and and that is an, an, another way that I look at life is is really enjoying you know, how you got to where you were. I mean, coming from this street street rat kid in the Philippines, in the streets of Marikina, Philippines, um, all the way to New York City, and that that journey and how many shoes it took for me to get there, I think, is pretty significant. Mm, that's awesome. Uh, wow. Before we get into Aladdin, again, just because just you said that, like this oftentimes – as a podcast that is theater and fitness based, I always try to draw either inspiration or some type of coaching points for the listeners. Were there any moments along the journey that were pivotal points that you either had to make a decision or someone else stepped in that really made a difference or, or yeah, just give us something that if anyone might be going through 
a, a tough patch that could give them hope in this journey of, of their pursuit? I think that for growth to happen, sometimes the catalyst will come from the outside in. And, you know, we hear a lot of stories of like, you know, I, I always had it in me. I always had it, you know, you always had it in you. But for me, um, especially around my coming of age, around my 17, 18 year olds um, years, where I was pretty dead set on joining the Navy and and kind of, you know, that it's, it's, it's also, you know, a very Filipino idea, I would say, because we have a naval base in the Philippines. And so a lot of Filipinos end up in the Navy. My sister just um, is, yes, yeah, she finished her Navy run and, um, and was a part of that. And, and, you know, really, really had a great, um, you know, growth during her experience there. But for me, I thought I was going to be that, but it took my two mentors to show me that there was something else that I could pursue that um, that they already knew that I would that would be passionate in and would excel in. And it it takes sometimes takes someone to tell you, you know, that you are um, you are worth, you know, more in something that you maybe you didn't expect to be worth a lot of. And for me, because I enjoyed the arts and performing and the thought of being a professional entertainer at that time, I trusted them to really take me under their wing and give me the training that I deserved to get this far. And I can't thank them enough for that. Mm. Um, and I learned a lot from just allowing myself to to make the shift and to, you know, not be so dead set on something. Cause I have asthma and I don't even know how far I would have gone in the Navy, but I, I have, I do a good job, a decent job today managing my asthma through, through song, through breathing, through vocals, through singing, through dancing and through staying fit outside of the theater, whether that's going to the gym, you know, before every show to, um, to maintain my body and eating healthy and, and all of that to, to be this, this, um, Broadway machine that, that I have to be eight shows a week, you know? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump into it. So Broadway comes back and by no means was it just like, Hey, we're back and everything's, you know, normal. And then all of a sudden we also have this Omicron surge. How has it been navigating the return of the show? And, uh, like I mentioned before the recording that when we started, we have quite a few clients or friends that are in the show and we've heard stories. Do you have any like either funny or crazy stories so far of how y'all have had to come together to make this show happen on any given night? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we've all heard stories of of, of swings and standbys um, taking a lot of the pressure, taking on a lot of the pressure of this, of this, uh, situation. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's true that, you know, we, we felt a little bit more strain of coming in and, and, and being responsible for all the tracks that we are, we're, we're, um, destined to perform at any moment's notice. And, and it's just up to you to really maintain this, this, um, 
this this lifestyle in the in the healthiest way possible for us to be able to tackle it, you know, as they come. Because really, uh, right now, um, it is getting better. Um, we, I'm happy to say, we are we've fallen into a groove, if you will, which is great. Um, it's feeling a lot better than 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 where it was re- in relaunch and back in September. Um, um, through no, through December, there was there's some rough patches there, but. Um, as you know, we we hired more swings. We we got a lot more. We we actually yeah, the family grew, and the more people that were able to kind of take on the load, the more we could team up to really keep the show going and to keep that curtain up. And it mm-hmm. just it wasn't just the swings and standbys. It was everyone really working together to you know even as little as you know people deciding okay, I'm going to make the healthy choice of you know. Um, by you know not go to this restaurant or not go to this social event just so that you know we did we do care about the show enough all of us in the family to to do our best to not allow it to be on another hiatus because as much as um it was necessary of course we want to be here and living our dreams on that stage and and making it making that magic for the for the audience and they're coming in and they're 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 coming out with that big smile that we all know and love, you know, to have once we leave that theater space. And um, like I said, we're happy to say we're in a good groove right now. And and I I feel good about the, the run moving forward. Cool. Very cool. Uh, for you as a swing, how many tracks do you cover? You want to guess? Uh, I'll say, ooh. We have, s- we have a cast of 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say 9. Danger is 12. Oh, my other my Thanks. second guess was 11, but I thought 11 was too aggressive. So 12 is even more aggressive. Well, 12 is the number of the ensemble roles that I cover. I also understudy Omar and Iago. So that's 14 roles for you. Jeez. That I have to be able to perform at any moment's notice. It's been fun. You know, I'm a guy that um, you know, as we discussed, like I like doing a lot of things, and for me, I get kind of bored easily. So I love being mm. a swing because I I love being able to just hop around and and experience and perform the show from all these vantage points, and it, they keep it fresh. You know, it keeps it fresh mm. for me, keeps me on my toes, and I love being able to support the show and the integrity of the show that way. Cool, nice. I've seen the show three times and it's fast and furious. So your swinging of 12 tracks of the ensemble plus the understudies is I'm sure no easy task because it's really, I, I, I tell, um, Michael that plays a lad right now. I tell him it looks like organized chaos. That's how I would describe some of the scenes, like the street scenes in particular, you know? Absolutely. Sure. One jump is just that. Uh, I, when you learn the show, uh, when, when you, when you get to, you know, immerse yourself in, in this, you know, and be a citizen of Agrabah, you would learn of Agrabah, you'll learn that it's a well-oiled machine. And if you fall behind on your cues and your choreography and your blocking, your staging and your prop handoffs and your, your, your offstage traffic and your quick changes, it'll go without you. Um, and you know, it just, it'll keep chugging along and, and 
it's right. up to you to really, you know, really be on top of it all. And that's that's what's so exciting about being a swing in the building, as well as being a part of this amazing family. And I don't I don't say that lightly. It's 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 actually a family that we get to love each other and 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 love doing what we love with each other and collaborating collaborating with each other's energy on stage every night. It is mm. truly remarkable and and a, a dream. Nice. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. You sound like an amazing person, very like eclectic and all these things that you have going on. So really uh, cool to just get a little glimpse to get to know you. And I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you, Joe. And nice to be a part of this podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. If you want to know more about Angelo, just check out the description of this uh, episode. You can follow him on the gram and keep up with everything that's going on in the jam-packed, fun-filled life with that cute dog, um, Blackjack, right? Blackjack? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out, Blackjack. So, uh, yeah, Angelo Soriano, thank you so much. Everyone, Built for Stage Podcast, Joe Roscoe, thank you again for listening. If you like it, rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Until the next one, we'll see you later. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.